Hello, friends, and welcome to Everyday Truth with Kurt Skelly. Our purpose is to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day, and we're glad you joined us here for the conversation. We're working our way through 1 Timothy in our current series, Behave Yourself. Now let's jump in and hear what Kurt has to say. Welcome back, friends, to a brand new chapter in our study of the book of 1 Timothy. We're in chapter number five. Uh, 1 Timothy only has six chapters, so we are uh, we're, we're well on the way. And uh, chapter five is one of those chapters uh, in the New Testament that is not often preached. Uh, it deals with some very important factors that relate to the local church, but for whatever reason, these verses aren't as well known or as popular as, as other uh, chapters and verses are, but all of it's the Bible. So it's important for us to understand it and, and more than understanding it, to live by it. So let's see uh, what the Bible has to say. First Timothy chapter 5 and verse number 1, Rebuke not an elder, but entreat him as a father, and the younger men as brethren, the elder women as mothers, the younger as sisters with all purity. So, John, in the context of a local church, because that, that's, the, that's the theme of our book, we're to behave ourselves in the house of God. So how should we behave, especially as it relates to our connection with other believers? We've, that's what we've been talking about. And the church is a family. We often say that. They're, they are our brothers and sisters in Christ. Uh, the older members, we might consider them as a spiritual mother or father. Even Paul considered himself as the spiritual father uh, of Timothy. So when the Bible talks about the way that we treat the, the elder ones in our church or uh, fellow uh, men in the church, Timothy was a man, obviously, or the way that uh, we treat the, the women in our church, these are great verses to help us understand the relational value of being a fellow church member. Yeah, they sure are, Pastor. They remind us about the interpersonal relationships and how we need to be careful and how we are acting. And Paul deals with a variety of different relationships here and how we should treat people who are around us that would be appropriate to the setting and make sure that we are behaving, behaving ourselves correctly and not acting uh, with a bad testimony. There should be deference when it comes to dealing with people older than, than we. Rebuke not an elder. Be careful uh, as a young pastor, Timothy, the way you talk to uh, a man who's 50, 60 years of age. Uh, be deferential. Entreat him as a father. Uh, accusations will often harden a person's will. But to entreat him, to ask him a question, to deal with him respectfully is a way by which to communicate truth to him. You know, the Bible says that Jesus was asking and receiving questions with the doctors of the law when he was just a young man, age 12. It wasn't that Jesus didn't know the truth, it, but he wasn't correcting these doctors of the law. He was asking questions and treating them. And those questions were spurring the conscience and accomplishing what a rebuke perhaps never would. That's a great reminder to us, Pastor, that as we give truth out, how we present the truth is, is very important. You know, a person can be very brash and what they may say is truth, but it's not going to be received very well. But a person can come with a loving heart, be gentle in how that truth is given, and it'll be much more effective in accomplishing something than coming in with as a know-it-all idea 
and attitude and then just really shutting the door on communication and really hurting the ministry. So, you know, for an example, maybe you're a young pastor and here's a, an older man in the church who's a deacon or, you know, a leader, and he has just been unkind to somebody, maybe even gossiped about them. Now, the, the tendency is to want to go to that old man and said, hey, you gossip, that's wrong. You need to get right and go make it right with that person. Okay, that's a rebuke. That's probably not the best way to handle that. And maybe you could go to that person and say, hey, listen, um, I sure do love you. I appreciate all that you've given to this church over the years and your faithfulness has been such a blessing. Hey, um, I know there, there was a situation with you and this other person, and I'm wondering, hey, w- w- would, it be, would it be a better way to handle it if you would simply, because you're respected, if you would simply go to this person and say, hey, I, I might have said that too gruffly, but here's what I was driving out. Here's a verse I was thinking about. Just by suggesting and asking and entreating, I think you're going to have much more leverage with a person who is older. That's exactly right, Pastor, how that if we entreat them and have the right kind of, you know, attitude toward them, it goes a long way into dealing with issues in a God, in a God Christ-pleasing way rather than just trying to, you know, act like a bull in a china closet. Timothy, treat your peers. So Timothy was a young man, and Paul said, the younger men, treat them as brothers, as brethren. I think if we're not careful in church, we don't see people relationally. We see them as competition, or we see them as um, scenery sometimes. And it's so important for us to see the relational connection that we have. That's why the Bible says we are to love as brothers, Philadelphia. We are to love as brothers. We are to see our common connection to to our Father, and we are brothers and sisters in Christ. It is a great reminder, as you mentioned a moment ago, that we all are family, and we should treat each other like family. Now, I know today there are a lot of dysfunctional families in the world. Uh, All families in some way have their own problems, but the body of Christ should be a body of believers who are related because of Jesus Christ, and we should have great love. I'm reminded so many times how the Bible talks about the love that we are to have. John 13, by this shall all men know you're my disciples. If you have love, you know, one for another. And here we are to treat our, you know, our peers in our church with great love, elders with love, treat people correctly as the body of Christ being a great testimony. Verse number two, the elder women as mothers, same principle as that of treating the elder men as fathers. But then watch this, the younger as sisters, but then there's one qualifier here, the younger as sisters with all purity. So Timothy, pay a special careful attention to your relationship with the younger women, those that could be tempting because they're, they're beautiful, they're your age. You, you have a special obligation to treat them with all purity. Be careful about the words you use. Don't, don't be flirtatious. Be careful about being alone or giving the, the wrong impression. Just be above board in every way. Boy, this is such an important principle for 
all young men in, in church, but especially young leaders. It sure is, Pastor, because young leaders obviously have a lot of influence. They're, you know, people look up to them as a leader. And when a leader falls, uh, a leader makes bad choices. It often has ripple effects that go throughout the whole congregation. And Paul knows the, uh, the authority that Timothy will have. He also needs to have the responsibility of conducting himself aright, behaving himself, that he might be a good minister for Jesus Christ. One of the best ways to act in purity toward members of the opposite sex is to avoid needless interaction. And I think Paul deals with this a little bit more definitively in Titus chapter 2, where he says to Titus, very similar, matter of fact, a little bit more specific than 1 Timothy chapter 5, but in Titus chapter 2, he says, Titus, here are some things that you should be teaching the older men. And here are some things that you ought to be teaching the older women. But then very interestingly, he says in chapter 2 of Titus, and here are some things the older women ought to be teaching the younger women. And then Titus, here are some things that you ought to be saying to the young men, especially by your example. So if I'm to understand the scripture correctly, John, in Titus 2, Paul was saying, Titus, probably best for you not to have an ongoing discipleship relationship with young women. And that's exactly right, Pastor. You know, Satan loves to destroy people's lives. And if Satan can get people in a situation where it's conducive to going down the wrong pathway, he's more than happy about that. So what do we have to do? We have to look down the road. We have to perceive what there could be problems and, and just be and just be wise. Not put ourselves in situations where things are not, they may be right, but not to put ourselves in situations that could go awry or that even could look bad to people. We have to always be aware of our testimony and of other people so that we can walk with Christ as we ought and have a good influence upon people. And it, and it goes back to the way that we identify that opposite sex church member. She's my sister. Now, you know, my si- I'm going to treat my sister differently than a potential date. I'm going to treat her from the standpoint of value, from the standpoint of respect, uh, from the standpoint of protection. You know, don't mess with my sister. And, And that, Timothy, ought to be your attitude when it comes to protecting and respecting members of the opposite sex. Wow, does our society need to hear this. It sure does, pastors. We talked about the last episode about purity in this area today. It is rampant in society where this is not often how young women are treated, but people of God, young men of God ought to be an example in how they should be treated. I'm going to do something a little bit different today. I know it's we have a couple minutes left in the podcast, but I'm going to go ahead and end today because verse three really jumps into a a categorical study on widows in the church. And I want to make sure that we're handling that uh, all together. So going to give you a couple minutes back, get an extra coffee today. Uh, Send John the bill. He'll take care of of the bill as long as it's Dunkin' Donuts. Um, And uh, we will talk to you next episode. Hope you have a great day today, my friends. God bless. Thanks for taking time to listen. If everyday truth matters to you, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.